you doing? Baron Barthur, Brother Ministries, friend of Jesus Christ, servant of Jesus Christ, <laughs> servant of the bride of all nations, tribes, and tongues, healer of bloodlines, great white eagle, throne of God ministry, priesthood of Melchizedek, holy of holies, how you doing? Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. Let it rain the river of life upon your brains. Let it release the river of life through your heart roots. God the Father was speaking to me all day today about the roots and the bloodlines and the nations. Every time it is written nations, Old Testament nations, only 70. New Testament nations, only 70. The 70 steps of Pharaoh's Egypt that Joseph ascended, already fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Only 70 bloodlines, only 70 nations. And we got 185 nations, but they're all broken up of those 70 nations. And it's all the same. It's all the bloodlines of the nations. It's all the heart, blood, DNA, 22 chromosomes. Simple stuff. That's why there's 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet, because the Jews brought salvation 2,000 years ago. It's already fulfilled. They turned it into church. They turned it into religion. They turned it into a marketplace of temple prostitution. Yeah, God knew they'd do that. Who cares? He's always worked outside the buildings made by human hands. Always has and always will be. He doesn't care what you think of him. He's God. You're not. He's the creator of everything. Maker of the heavens. Maker of the earth. Maker of angels, maker of Adam. And he was speaking to me today about the restoration of Adam's bloodlines because truly those 70 nations are all the offspring of the first man. They called him in ancient Mesopotamia, in Sumeria, they called him the red man, Adam, the father of the 70 nations. And every single nation, whether you're an African, an Asian, a European, Hispanic, Anglo-Saxon, or Jewish, doesn't matter if you are Persian or Arab, it makes no difference if you're an Islander, native, it's all the same to Adam. It's all the same to the creator of Adam. It's all the same to Jesus Christ, the healer of the nations. That's why it's written in Revelation chapter 7, every nation is around his throne. And from his throne flows the river of life, we read, through the bloodlines of the nations, through all hearts, healing the 22 chromosomes of the nations. That's why it's called a perfect covenant, a blood covenant. We read blood covenant, but the demon says religion, salvation. No. Where is the blood? The heart. What is the function of blood? Okay, when you're formed in your mother's womb, first thing that's formed is your heart. That's the DNA. And then the blood carries it and creates a body around the heart. That's how you were formed in your mother's womb. 22 chromosomes. From the mother, 22. Holy Spirit. Jesus. And I'm no scientist. I'm just a priest. I'm not here to teach about genetics. I really, 
honestly don't know much about that. I'm just a priest, but I've seen people healed of AIDS. I've seen people healed of cancer. I've, heal I've seen people's spinal cords that are missing vertebrae recreated in spinal cords just a few years ago. Laid hands on my dad who was dying of cancer and uh, fire shot into his back. Not much of a believer, Vietnam vet dude and wonderful man, but a real hardened biker Vietnam vet, Marine Corps squad leader, combat veteran, wore a necklace of years in Vietnam, that kind of guy. And I laid hands on him in 2008 and he felt fire go into his back and he was healed and uh, got a good report from the doctor. So we have a verified healing and it's just a wonderful thing to see Jesus Christ be Lord of the nations, Lord of the bloodlines, Lord of genetics, human and animal and biological, plant life as well. He loves this creation so much that he died for it. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the King of the Jews, the creator of the world. Very important, and he's not just King of the Jews anymore. He was King of the Jews in the Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, we read the 39 books of the Old Testament in the Old Covenant, and he is the angel of the Lord. And you will see the angel of the Lord rise with healing in his wings, because he's going to come through that 15-year-old girl, Mary, in Bethlehem. Right? Already happened like thousands of years ago. Do you guys believe the Bible? Do you believe the scriptures? Do you actually believe in Jesus? I mean, I'm going to really press you with the wine press upon your hearts to see if you believe or if you don't believe in God at all. Just recommit your heart to Jesus tonight and let the fear of the Lord rest before your eyes forever so you can grow in wisdom and wisdom can build her seven pillars through your soul mansions seven of them so you can be a castle of the living God on earth as it is in heaven because in my father's house are many castles they're the souls of the men and women made perfect amen Hebrews chapter 11 made perfect. The champions of faith, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Ezekiel, my brother, Daniel, Jeremiah, you know, Gideon, and they all had mistakes, you know. These people are so demon-possessed still to this day in Christianity. I call it Christianity, that they always point out, they're like, Samson or Solomon, Solomon! He slept with 350 women every day. It was a whore. It's true. He was a total whore. But he learned a lot, as it's written from Ecclesiastes, from what he suffered. He learned through all of the mistakes he made, and his wisdom stayed with him throughout all of his whoring life. And at the end of his days, he said, there's nothing here in this universe except <laughs> obeying God and his commandments. So, of course, Solomon's forgiven, because he brought us in Proverbs, Song of Solomon, and Ecclesiastes, the framework of the house of wine. What is this house of wine? It is the house of the blood of Jesus. 
how deep do you swim in God's blood? See, it's not human blood. People have been drinking human blood, warlocks, witches, occult. They still do it all over the place in Freemasonry and Jesuit blood-sucking pedophiles and all kinds of secret societies. Every nation has their warlocks. Every nation has their witches. Nothing new under the sun. They've been doing human sacrifice every generation since Cain, who killed his brother as a human sacrifice. And then they got really, really good at it. Became the sons and daughters of Lucifer became the sons and daughters of the great red dragon. They're willing to murder millions of people now in wars and rumors of wars. These Yorgi Schwartz and these Rothschilds and Rockefellers and these Illuminati families. They're willing to murder nations and you go through your veterans seminaries and your Fort Snellings and all over the country and you just drive through the cemeteries of the dead that were sacrificed for the pyramid on your one dollar bill. I mean, how many human lives have been sacrificed for the greedy rich? Think about it. The one percenters, the ones that you know make all the money off of war, the ones that invade Iraq, the ones that just own the oil. And It's not conspiracy, it's just money. The love of money is the root of all evil. I'm just telling you some names and telling you some true stuff. You can, I'm not paranoid, you can get scared if you want, I'm not scared of anything. I've been through all of it and, you know, and mentally, through my soul, just walking out my salvation with fear and trembling. The devil has tried to intimidate me with everything in Babylon the Great every day of my life since I came into this world. I grew up on Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street since I was a little baby. <laughs> it just... Couldn't, it wasn't genetically in our bloodlines, even as sinners, to be afraid. And then when we found Jesus Christ, we became all the more courageous for righteousness' sake. And I know the Father said to me during worship tonight, all of these men and women now that will be with you and will be your friends, you know, during this time and during the harvest and during the kingdom age and during the seventh day now and sevenfold restoration of everything Satan has stolen from your bloodlines for 6,000 years. During this whole time, they'll all be men and women that are after God's own heart. Because honestly, I've tolerated scoundrels, goats, foolish, all the days of my life. I mean, I just... You know, because when you're born again, you just, you're supposed to love people. And I have. And all they've done is rob me blind. You know, try to molest my wife as I've had itinerant ministers stay with me in my house. And flashing their penis to my wife in the house as these traveling evangelists come through. People in the glory stream that are still in full-time ministry. Try to molest my wife. We've had so many horrible things happen to us continuously because of just trying to love perfectly and we never get bitter about it we just politely ask them to leave and they get angry at us and murder us and then smear rumors about us because they know that I'm not going to say anything negative about them publicly I'm not going to destroy your ministries I know you're only doing it for money I can see your hearts we've had that happen over and over and over for 11 years 
And the Father finally said to me today, You've come to a place of such sanctification and being refined in fire seven times that the only people that will surround you now are the ones that are after God's own heart. He said that to me today. Because, I mean, we've been burned. We've been stolen from continuously. To this day, people are always trying to leech off of Red Letter Ministries, solicit us, you know, try to make money off of us. Because we did it right, serving the Father, and they did it wrong, serving money. Now they're scared out of their minds, like even the small amount they have, they're going to lose. And that's true, because the Bible says that. Even the small amount they have they'll, will be taken from them, because they did not serve the Father, they served the golden calf. And these are so many people that are goat Christians everywhere, marketplace Christians that aren't in it for God, they're not in it for the Holy Spirit, they could care less about the kingdom, they don't love anyone, they only love themselves, and they're just doing it as a bless me club. They're just doing it for personal gain. They're called hirelings. These are thousands of ministries and thousands of pastors and thousands of people. More than thousands. I mean, it's literally tens of thousands. It's true. They've turned the kingdom of heaven and everything in the Bible into a marketplace. I mean, literally, they're like, why don't you write a book and publish it? And you can get $17 a copy on Amazon. They'll put you in Barnes and Noble. You could have book signings. And I'm like, and I, I mean, I came out of such extreme stuff that my testimony would blow minds. I mean, I've had dozens of offers of reality shows from Hollywood, from New York. When the Vice documentary came out, we did it all for free because God the Father said, do it. And when Hollywood called, and when New York called, and all these agencies called, and they were dead serious, literally 12. <laughs> They're offering us money, and people are telling me, there's your Lamborghini, and I just was disgusted. I'm like, we don't do this for money. I know you do it for money, but I serve God. I do it for God. And I don't just say that, you know? You know, everyone knows that's the right thing to do. Like, we've actually done that for years and years and years and years and years. Literally since I was born again because there was opportunity in Teen Challenge to just make money. People would come in and do documentaries on us because we were the craziest people they'd ever seen in their life coming out of cults. We had, we had people coming out of satanic cults in Teen Challenge that had slit babies' throats in their satanic cults on altars to Satan. I mean like everything, the darkest things that the church has, can't even imagine, and the Christians can't imagine, those were like the people I was in Teen Challenge with. <laughs> so we had people coming in and making documentaries on us while we were in Teen Challenge. They interviewed me a couple of times, and then they went out and they sold the videos in the churches. <laughs> you know, we never heard from them again. I, I said, can I get a copy? Can you send me? And the woman was so demon-possessed when she was interviewing me. It's a true story. She's like, yeah, we'll make sure you get a copy. We'll make she didn't care about us. She didn't care about me. I'm looking at her. I'm like, this is how Christianity is? These people are only doing it for money? 
You know, and I'm buzzing in the anointing and the glory of God. I don't care. I'm like, every day, let the children play. But that was my first year as a Christian in the year 2000. 19 years old. <laughs> and so I said, okay. You know, starting to understand the situation here of how bad things are in global Christianity. 19 years old. And then we had Sherby Long come in from Virginia, and his whole team had been fasting two weeks, water only. These were some real Christians. He was a pimp and a real just a nasty dude. He could bench press 450 pounds. Gigantic black man from Virginia who gotten saved and he was a homosexual too. And just, I mean, as bad as it gets in the East Coast was this guy who then got radically saved and then he'd been discipled for years and he was a full-time minister, Sherby Lung. He's probably still doing some awesome stuff around the world. Look him up. I've been meaning to look him up, but he came out and did Spiritual Emphasis Week in the year 2000. Him and like 12 people, and their whole team had been fasting water only for two weeks. And this was the first encouragement I had seen in Christianity, besides, you know, like, the little bit of an apostolic, little prophetic, but it wasn't like radical throne room stuff. It was like Assemblies of God fringe. You know, we were the fringe AG Pentecostals that like tolerated healing. And we believed in signs, wonders, and that was like advanced for the Assemblies of God. We were the fringest thing you could ever imagine in the AG. Minnesota Teen Challenge, true story. They persecuted Minnesota Teen Challenge, big time. Rich Sherber took in a lot of crap from the rest of the denomination. But then this guy came in, and when he walked in with his prayer team, the whole place physically manifested as a glory cloud where you could see it. It was cloudy in there. When they walked in, I turned to my right, it was electrified in there. That's the power of fasting. That's the power of killing your flesh and not caring about your stupid health food or your stupid diets or anything of the natural realm. Zero. Crucified. Murdered. Okay. Every apostle in the New Testament Every king and judge in the Old Testament fasted in the Bible. So you should do it. I used to fast every other day for years. And what happened was the spirit realm was so strong, a glory cloud physically manifested in the chapel of Minnesota Teen Challenge, and 85 people started manifesting demons when they walked in the room. 85 out of 200. And I was already cleaned up. So I just got right up there with Sherby all week long and drove demons out of my brothers and sisters in the whole place. And after the week was done, we're all just thanking God, praising God, and it's just we're in the high place, man, and it's so strong. And my eyes are closed, I'm right next to my brother Sherby. He comes up and lays hands on me like this, right on my forehead. I wasn't even looking. I fell back. I instantly went into heaven, and everything was the house of fire. Couldn't see, was not in this world anymore. All I could see was fire, living fire, blazing fire all around me. And then there was this large island coming down. And on top of it was this flashing sword. It was the biggest sword I've ever seen. And it goes right inside me. And God said, that's the Goliath sword. <laughs> that was in the year 2000. I didn't know how to use it, but God said, that's the sword of Goliath. Went right into my heart as a gift from God. I got up, you know, finished Teen Challenge, another year of that. 
go through North Central, Dark Night of the Soul, a bunch of religious hypocrites, start doing missions work, hear the audible voice of God, call your ministry the Red Letter Ministry. I will bless this ministry because it's my ministry. I heard that in my car in the spring of 2006. Still didn't even know how to use that sword. Seriously, it was just inside there, just dormant because I was still immature and hadn't really learned how to drink yet. You know, still very much just in the flesh, but burning, and I was a fasting and praying Christian. I mean, very much like a David Hogan. I tell you the truth, out of total honor and respect for David Hogan. But that's how my Pentecostalism was up until 2008. When I saw an open vision and this golden hookah come down from God the Father, and He said, you can toke this golden hookah as much as you want every day and get as high as you want daily. And when I inhaled that golden hookah in March of 2008, I got so filled with the wine of Christ, with the drunken glory, with the intoxicating glory of God, that all my Christianity up until that point was like a pin needle compared to what had just opened up. And I realized I, di I didn't know anything about God. That was like going from the inner court to the holy place in March of 2008. And then the Florida outpouring blew up right after that, just two weeks after I entered the holy place, the Florida outpouring blew up. We went down there, got drunk, got terribly persecuted. You know, it was just a mess. And then that whole thing got destroyed because of all kinds of problems that are totally forgiven because the blood works. <laughs> Zero accuser of the brethren through all bloodlines worldwide. God is not interested in what you've done wrong. God does not even see it because the blood has already been shed. He only sees what you're doing in the blood. So, I mean, yeah, oh, shouldn't they be punished? Yeah, we have the court systems of the natural law if they really get off track. You know, I mean, send them to prison. You know, but if they're really just off a little bit, you know, just trying to work out their salvation with fear and trembling, abuse the blood, dude. You know, don't try to look pretty in front of people. Don't look like you got it together. The Father sees everything inside everyone's hearts perfectly, and He works within the nations of our hearts, within our DNA, within our chromosomes, and He'll straighten them up. He'll heal you up from the root system outward. Don't ever hide anything from your Father in Heaven, because you're only tricking yourself. You're only hurting yourself. He is omniscient. His seven eyes are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth, which is the earthen vessels, the jars of clay, the bloodlines of the nations. True story, Revelation 5, 6, that's what's written. So if we try to deceive ourselves that if the secret sin won't be exposed, it is the biggest joke, and the joke is always on us, because he's deeper than the bloodlines of the nations. His blood is deeper than the Jewish bloodlines, than the royal bloodlines, than, than the monarch bloodlines, than the Illuminati bloodlines. His blood is deeper than every nation, tribe, and tongue's bloodlines. We're talking about the blood of God. That's why when you drink His cup, you're not drinking human blood like the occult drinks human blood. You're drinking God's blood spiritually, not physically, by faith, 
cup of the new covenant. By faith, you're drinking it, and that's the cup of transfiguration. That's the cup of our eternal youth. Drink it and become what become it. Drink it and let your cup overflow. You drink it and it eats your human nature off you. Because it's not human blood, it's divine blood, and you are what you drink. And if you drink alcohol, all that happens is you manifest the generational curses that are inside your human bloodlines. And so it's like some people have an easy time on alcohol, some people have a hard time on alcohol. Alcohol just magnifies what's in the blood. It's a blood thinner, right? Okay. It was taught by fallen angels. It's pharmakia sorcery. Not necessarily bad all the time. Within moderation, it can be thoroughly enjoyed, but it's a blood thinner. And if you drink the blood of Jesus, it's not a blood thinner. It's a blood healer. It heals your bloodlines. That's why you don't want to mix sin inside your hearts. <laughs> Because you're only deceiving yourself. You're only killing yourselves. Do these animals, do these unrenewed minds kill themselves? The Father has watched it with every generation for 6,000 years. It's the saddest thing. It ends in our generation. This is the generation that, overcome, that overcomes death in the bloodlines. This is the generation where death is swallowed up in victory in the nations only 70 of them by the blood of Jesus the divine blood of God healing the bloodlines of the world this is why there has been such furious hostility against the drunken glory against the new wine against the drinking because you're coming against the natural bloodlines you're coming against serpent bloodlines serpent DNA serpent seed in people's hearts and the demons don't want to lose control in serpent seed bloodlines. The demons and the devils freak out when you start drinking the blood of Jesus because you're clearing out people's hearts. And when you clear out the bloodlines and you clear out the root system of human beings in the world by the cup of the new covenant, Satan and his angels and all the realm of demons are done to the lake of fire. Because you've just forgiven the sins of the world. You just healed the nations with the blood of the new covenant. That's why the drunken glory and the new wine is so fiercely persecuted. Not necessarily by human beings, but by demonic beings inside religious people that don't even realize right and wrong, wickedness from righteousness. So, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They've been temples of demons, temples of religious death, temples of rebellion, temples of rebellious hell. Hell and death, swallowed up in victory, represented in Sodom and Egypt. Sodom is rebellion. Egypt is religion. And both of them were destroyed with Christ crucified at Golgotha 2,000 years ago. So that the entire curse of the, of the fall of Adam and Eve can be washed out of our DNA and our bloodlines into the lake of fire by drinking His blood. True story. Amen? <laughs> Good stuff. This is what will heal all the world. Now you have the river of life through all hearts, all bloodlines. The people that hate this message are the ones that will be struck down from the high places. Your elites, your rich, 
You know, those one percenters on the top of the seven mountains, the horror Babylon that sits on the scarlet beast, all the wickedness of religion and politics, all the wickedness of rebellion and the knowledge of evil, of mafias and cartels, all of that will be washed in the blood of the Lamb and the river of life through all bloodlines worldwide. So you can have heaven on earth now because God the Father is doing it. And he can't be resisted. He's the maker of heaven and earth in Jesus' name. If you want to check us out online, everything's free. Schools, music. We're on uh, SoundCloud now. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Facebook is blowing up. A lot of new people on Facebook. Get in there and fellowship. Redlettermen.com. And be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.